aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Crowd on their feet, here they come, racing back to the checkered flag. They're crashing further back. Eric Jones is involved. Here comes Michael McDowell pulling alongside. It won't be enough. And Brad Keselowski has picked up the win, scoring the victory in the Geico 500 at Talladega by a mere inches. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry. Trusted to perform since 1952 by Xfinity X5. Internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you for another weekly get-together. The Geico 500 is in the rearview mirror. Another trip to Talladega in the books. And in the wake of that Geico 500, We'll catch up with NASCAR Cup Series driver Ryan Blaney. Had the Menards Ford Mustang wound up over the weekend in Talladega. We'll check in with Ryan, see where he and the team are as we get ready to head to Kansas this weekend. We'll also take a closer look at the season that Team Penske is having. Brad Keselowski going to victory lane over the weekend. Successes for Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney. All three Penske drivers playoff eligible by May. We'll check in and analyze the Team Penske situation as we get ready to head off into the great state of Kansas this weekend. Also, we'll have a conversation with first-time NASCAR Xfinity Series winner Jeb Burton. He's coming off that win for Colleague Racing Saturday in the Ag Pro 300. Plus, the trucks will be back on track this weekend. Matt Crafton of Thor Sport Racing will join us, and we'll preview this weekend's action at Kansas Speedway and a whole lot more. But first, to get us started, let's check the headlines with Kyle Rickey. Kyle, what do you have for us? Mike, front row motorsports driver Michael McDowell has proven his Daytona 500 win was no fluke. In the nine races since that victory, he's finished eighth at the Daytona Road Course, sixth at the Homestead Miami Speedway, and third last Sunday in Talladega, and says these results are what he's been working for his entire career. Yeah, it's a dream come true. This is what I've you know worked so hard to be in a position like this. 
um, to run well consistently and, and to, you know, have the opportunity to perform. And, you know, I'm so thankful to Bob Jenkins, everybody at Front Row Motorsports for, you know, not only allowing me to be a part of their team, but growing and building it. And we've come a long way in four years. And, you know, it, I do take a lot of, um, you know, satisfaction in being a part of that process. And McDowell's four top tens this season already ties his career best for most top ten finishes in an entire season. The team's good runs have also attracted new sponsors like CarParts.com, who has joined the 34 team to be a primary sponsor this weekend in Kansas and will use McDowell in an upcoming national television commercial. Last Saturday, the NASCAR Xfinity Series saw its fourth first-time winner of the season as Jeb Burton took college racing to victory lane. His first win in just his eighth start with the team and colleague teammate A.J. Allmendinger says Burton has adapted well during his first two months at Colleague. He's worked hard. You know, it's it's hard to fit into a team that, you know, myself, I've been here for three years part-time, but I've been here a lot even when I'm not racing, and especially Justin Haley that's been here for three years and, and made Colleague Racing grow so much. So for him to come in and, and have to fit in right away, uh, be part of the team, buy into the uh, the college racing mentality, uh, family first, and, and we all help each other out. Allmendinger and the rest of the Xfinity teams are off this weekend. Their next race is on May 8th at the Darlington Raceway. This weekend, both the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and the NASCAR Cup Series will take on the Kansas Speedway, and both can be heard right here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike. Coming up, we'll chat with Ryan Blaney, and later we'll look at the strong season Team Penske is having. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Ryan Blaney has spent some time in the TV booth this year, and he's also spent some time in victory lane so far in 2021 our dave moody had a chance to visit with the team penske driver to chat about his strong start to the season fifth in the championship standings right now ryan i know racers can always find room for improvement but are you happy with what is statistically the best start of your career so far yeah um you know i think it's been a really good start of the year for us besides the you know first three races we kind of got off to a rough start just you know either getting tore up or um that was mostly the thing but uh, i think we've strung together some really good finishes um you know unfortunate uh our finish at martinsville you know we were in contention to win that thing and had had an issue um but you know overall it was uh it was been a really good start of the year and, and running pretty good at richmond that's the most fun i've had at richmond in you know eight years so that was <laughs> that was really solid you know 11 places not anything to be really excited about but at that place for us that's that's a big jump and uh, really good notes for you know when we go back there in the fall so um and it's nice to get a win already this year too so uh really excited um about the whole 12 group this year they've been doing a great job and looking forward to keeping momentum going and seeing what we can do here understanding that it's only late april and we've got a long way to go before they hand out any championship trophies are you and your team title ready right now 
not sure right now. Um, you know, I think there's always room to improve. Uh, you know, I think we are title contenders right now. Um, but to go out and win a championship, you know, there's things you work on all year to try to perfect, you know, pit road, um, you know, my, my driving style, kind of what I need to do at certain tracks, um, you know, Todd, everybody can always improve. And I feel like you work on that all year and hopefully you get an opportunity to showcase it, you know, when it comes championship time. So, um, contenders for sure. I have every bit of faith in this team to do it. Uh, it's just a matter of kind of refining some small stuff. And I think we can be right there. Doesn't seem possible, but this is your sixth full-time season in the cup division. <laughs> a, where, yeah. a, where has the time gone and B, how different are you as a driver than you were when you first tackled this thing full-time in 2016? Yeah, you said it. it's hard to believe it's uh, six years. Gosh, getting old. And, um, you know, I feel like, you know, kind of the thing that I've most improved on is I think just like thinking about more things, you know, throughout the race. You know, as a young kid, when you come in, and I already have a heavy right foot, and so that was kind of times two whenever I came into the cup series, like, oh, I'm a cup. I'm going to drive as fast as I can, as hard as I can every lap. And that's a big part of it. But you have to be thoughtful, too. You know, some of the best guys out there, you know, Kevin Harvick, you know, one of the best guys as far as like thinking later in the race, Kyle Busch is another one that comes to mind. And, um, you know, those guys do a great job of that. And I've kind of noticed that. And, and you kind of slow down a little bit as far as what you're doing and be a little bit more thoughtful of how you approach the races. Uh, while still having to be really fast as a driver, but it's just another kind of area to improve in. And I feel like that's helped me out. It's helped Todd out a little bit. Um, it's just helped kind of the whole flow of things. So that's a big thing that uh, I really learned and I'm trying to continue to improve because I think it's a big part of the deal. Kansas coming up not too long from now. Is that a track that you look forward to? Yeah. Yeah. I think Kansas has been pretty good to us um, and a whole, whole uh, organization uh, in the past. Um, you know, our mile and a half stuff, I think is pretty strong right now. Um, you know, we showed that, you know, in Vegas, our cars were strong and Atlanta, obviously and Kansas is a lot different than Atlanta, you know, it's really smooth, a lot of grip. Uh, so you have to have a little bit of a different strategy going into there, but, uh, I look forward to that race. Uh, I do every year. It's that Kansas has always been special to me. I made my first cup start there, uh, years ago. And, uh, so you always look forward to going back to the tracks where you have your first starts on and. Uh, it's, it's been a good one for us too. So we haven't quite been able to seal the deal there. We ran really good and led a lot of laps. Uh, so hopefully we can steal it out this year. Darlington throwback weekend coming up. I know you're a, a student of the sport, somebody that understands and appreciates the history of the game. Is, is that kind of a special weekend for you? It is. I, you know, I loved, I think 20, 2016 was the first year they did the throwback, I think. And uh, I, I loved it. You know, I mean, you go, you walk through the garage and, you, you see all the cars like, oh, I remember that as a kid growing up. I love that car. Or, man, I remember, you know, that car from the 70s or 80s. And, like, that's that's really cool to me. And, and some of the special schemes that people come up with are, uh, are really neat. I'm excited to announce ours here pretty soon. Uh, I think it's going to be really, really neat. Uh, it has a special place in my heart for sure. And um, it should be fun. But Darlington, that's, a you know, not only a great racetrack, but, a you know, a very fun event for fans to go to. And. Um, exciting that, you know, we'll, we're allowing some people in the garages now, you know, some more people in, uh, so that, that's, that's a big step in the right direction, uh, shows improvement. Uh, but yeah, the throwback weekend is just really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing all the cars in person and racing around them. Uh, you almost forget who you're racing around because their paint scheme is different. Uh, you're like, Oh wait, it's that guy. Uh, but you get used to it.
Is there a is there a moment in Darlington history that that stands out in your mind? And then I'll ask about your uh, your favorite Ryan Blaney moment of Darlington history. Yeah, uh, the Kurt Busch Ricky Craven finish. Dad was running third in that Jasper car, and uh, and coming and rolling. They, he needed a few more laps of those guys roughing each other up, and yep. he might have had a shot at it. But I remember watching that as a kid, and you know that's just really cool. And then whenever they show replays of that awesome finish, you see that the yellow Jasper car kind of creeping up. Um, he needed them to run into each other one more time. Uh, but as far as me being a part of Darlington racing there, you know, I grew up going there and, lo- and watching those races my whole life with dad because I went too far from home. And I made my first uh, – so I ran Xfinity race at, at Richmond in 2012 with Tommy Baldwin. And then we ran really good. And then the next week we went to Darlington. So I'm on my high horse like, oh, oh yeah. Well, you know, I ran seventh in the Xfinity race debut. I got – you know, this is easy. And so we go to Darlington the next week, a little bit different. And uh, I remember pulling in the track and I've seen it so much. And if you pull in, I'm like, this is a lot narrower than I, than I remember it being <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. And uh, so we get out there and practice. I hit the fence a few times, go and fix it. Not, not uh, composite bodies back then either yeah. steel. So it was a lot to fix them. And uh, so we fix it up, qualify terrible. I'm like, all right, well, let's just, you know, run the whole race run the whole race run the whole race starting like 25th 26th and uh uh on lap two coming off turn two i destroy the thing off of two tank slap kill it and uh talk about high highs to low lows and i'm like man my career's done it's over with we killed this car the one car we had killed it and uh luckily it all worked out but that was my first Dorrington experience on track and it was uh it was a terrible one i'm not gonna lie to you at that point, you're wondering if you sold all the super late models because that's probably where you're headed back next week, right? Yeah, I was like, Dad, do we still have a K&N or a, or a late model that I can go run because <laughs> this is where we're, we're going. Let's load it up and go to Hickory because we're, we're going to be there. Coming up next, we'll take a closer look at the successes of Team Penske. And later, we'll sit down with NASCAR Xfinity Series winner Jeb Burton. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Wayland would like to congratulate Brad Keselowski and his number two Team Penske pit crew for the win at Talladega Super Speedway. They are the Wheeland pit crew of the week. For Keselowski, a tough start to the season wasn't going to damage his belief in the team's ability to win. This has been a, a, a tough year to start. Um, so I feel like we've had some really strong runs and things have fallen hard on us that you know, some, somewhat were in our control and some not. Um, but um, I'm glad that uh, we keep putting ourselves in position and and. I do believe strongly that if you do that, good things will come. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 1952. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Last week when we spoke with Brad Keselowski, he said it was a matter of when, not if, he'd win this season in the NASCAR Cup Series. Well, it turned out to be a matter of just a few days as Brad was able to pick up his sixth career win at Talladega Super Speedway. Brad joined fellow Team Penske drivers Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney as winners of the NASCAR Cup Series this season. And our Dan Hubbard spotlights the 2021 successes of Team Penske. 
crowd on their feet. Here they come, racing back to the checkered flag. They're crashing further back. Eric Jones is involved. Here comes Michael McDowell pulling alongside. It won't be enough. And Brad Keselowski has picked up the win, scoring the victory in the Geico 500 at Talladega by a mere inches. With Brad Keselowski scoring his first win of the 2021 season at Talladega, Team Penske became the first organization this season to have all their drivers earn a victory. Ryan Blaney won at Atlanta, Joey Logano at the Bristol Dirt Race, and now Brad at Talladega. They've won at a mile and a half, a short track, and a super speedway. It's safe to say Penske is strong across the board. Between their three drivers, they've racked up 10 top five finishes and 15 top tens along with three wins. Here comes Denny Hamlin in traffic. Bowman and Hamlin for the lead. And they are side by side. Lap cars in front of the leader. Bowman dives to the bottom. Kevin Harvick limping gives way to the bottom of the racetrack. Here comes Bowman into turn number three. He's up by a car length. Off turn number four. Shannon Bednarik puts the checkered flag in the air. Sideways off the corner. And Alex Bowman wins the Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond Raceway. Hendrick Motorsports isn't far behind, though. William Byron won at Homestead. Kyle Larson at Las Vegas. And Alex Bowman at Richmond. Surprisingly, reigning champion Chase Elliott hasn't found victory lane yet. While there are four drivers for HMS, their finishes have been stronger than Penske's with 12 top fives and 22 top tens. Truex will go to the outside of Newman and bypass him. That's the last car he'll have to pass tonight. On his way to the checkers, the new king of Martinsville is Martin Truex Jr. How about the new Mr. Short Track? Martin Truex Jr. off for final time. Checkered flag is out and he has just scored his 29th career win it happens here at martinsville three out of the last four races have gone to martin truex jr who has picked up the win in the maximum pain relief 500 only two of joe gibbs racing drivers have won christopher bell at the daytona road course and martin truex jr at phoenix and martinsville kyle bush hasn't had the success he's used to only earning two top five finishes so far but denny hamlin even without a win, has more consistent finishes than any driver. Eight top five finishes out of ten races. A win is coming for Hamlin. It's just a matter of where. As the series rolls into Kansas, there's a strong chance Denny Hamlin could become the tenth different winner this season. He won at Kansas in 2019 and 2020, but so did Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano. And let's not forget Chase Elliott. He also has a win here. Could Hendrick get their fourth win, or will Hamlin finally break through? We'll know soon enough at Kansas. Coming up next, we'll talk with Jeb Burton, and later we'll join by NASCAR Camping World Truck Series driver Matt Crafton. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. So glad you're with us on our weekly get-together. Let's bring in the winner of the Ag Pro 300 at Talladega Super Speedway. Jeb Burton is on NASCAR Live. A winner in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. That's got to sound good, doesn't it? Yes, sir. It sounds great. I appreciate y'all having me on here. So walk us through it. It was, uh, it was a great race from our perspective. What about where you sat? Ultimately, it was probably one of the best races you ever had. But what was it like trying to get there to get that checkered flag? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty pretty uh, upbeat day for us. We ran up front all day. I felt like, and um, you know, we led twenty laps, I think. And uh, first stage we finished second, and then the next stage we kind of got hang, hung out to dry. 
and um, we just laid back and thought a wreck was going to happen. So we just kind of stayed back from there. But um, then right after that, we got our track position back and just marched back to the front and, and took control of the race. So it was a good race car, a lot of fun. We needed that win for myself, my race team, and, and all my partners. So it was a great day. When do you know that it's time to go in a race at Talladega? Well, you know, I led the white flag lap there last year at Talladega and I lost the race. And when it was about 30 to go, I told myself, I'm going to try to keep the lead and take control of this race and not give it up. I didn't know the rain was coming. I just, I, I wanted to, even if I got past, I wanted to take control of the race and work the lanes and get that experience. So when I got the lead back later in the race, I wouldn't, wouldn't let anybody get around me. Um, and, uh, Brett Griffin did a great job helping me with that. And, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. You had some allies on the racetrack. You had Chevrolet teammates, but you also had a colleague racing stable of teammates to fall back on. Did you have to rely on them a lot or did you choose to rely on them? How did you, how did you get help that you needed on the racetrack? Yeah. Um, you know, all three, all three of us work really well together and, and Chris Rice just preached it in our head to work together and, and we enjoy working together and um i really feel like we're family out there and 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 we all work work together great so um it's 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 a totally different different uh than anywhere i've been before and uh it's just a lot of fun to work with those guys on and off the racetrack and i think at the speedways you really see how close we really are because we we work really good together you know you've been around a lot You've, you've driven for different teams. You've had a lot of part-time efforts. And then here comes Colleg Racing in 2021. What does this opportunity mean to you? And what has that journey been like, being in part-time status here and driving over here, driving over there, races here, races there, and now you've got a full-time schedule to fall back on? What's that like? Man, it's, it's been a roller coaster ride. And, um, you know, it, it, uh, sometimes you think, does it have to be this complicated? does it have to be this hard, uh, to find the right funding and the right situation? It takes everything, man. It takes the funding. It takes the race car, it takes the people working on the car, uh, it takes the driver, it, it pit crew, everything goes into winning. Um, and if you have one of those not in the right place, then you're not going to win or run good. So really glad I'm at college racing. I, I don't really want to race anywhere else. I mean, it, it, uh, it's, it's an awesome situation, but it has been tough to get to this point. And I feel like it's made me appreciate this opportunity even more. What do they do over there that makes you feel at home that makes you want to stay with them and not go anywhere else? It's just the atmosphere that, you know, Chris Rice has built there. I mean, everybody's working on everybody's car. There's not another, um, another team. I believe that uh, you know, the 16 guys will set up the 10 car, 10 guys will set up the 16 car. There's no secrets. We're all working together. We all have the same stuff. We're all trying to be better. I mean, I don't know any other organizations doing that. Uh, I've never seen it be done like that. And when I came into the door, I, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, right. You know, but I see it firsthand. I go to the shop every week and that's the truth. And that's what goes on. Chatting with Jeb Burton, winning the uh, Ag Pro 300 over the weekend at Talladega Super Speedway. More on you. And, you know, we talked a moment ago about your journey, and you found this great opportunity. But what is it like? You, you made the mention that it doesn't need to be this complicated, and obviously it is for a lot of people and a lot of different reasons. 
But but what is what is the emotional effect on you trying to make that happen and maybe maybe taking a ride that you wouldn't normally take if you had a choice, but taking that ride to keep your name in the mix? Yeah, and I had to do that some. And, and all the opportunities that I've had, I appreciate every single one of them. They've all been part of my journey, um, even though sometimes it wasn't the funnest thing to do, but it taught me lessons. It taught me how to be a better person, better race car driver. Um, and, you know, it's been really tough, but in the last couple of years was on the up, uphill climb. I ran some races um, at JRM and uh, 19 and I ran seven races there. I had some good runs. And then last year I ran 11 races and that was the most I've ran in a long time and, and equipment, uh, pretty good equipment. And, um, you know, we should have won some races last year, let them get away from us. And having this opportunity of Nutrient Solutions, they made this happen. They hand chose me to, to go do this. They took a leap of faith in me to be able to do it on and off the racetrack. Brett Griffin was huge part in that and and that's where all that emotion comes from i mean i want to make all my partners proud i want to make nutrient solutions proud because i'm their driver and and brett and chris rice and matt colleague and state water heaters all the people that have been with me for years and years and years um to help me get to this point that's where that emotion comes from i just want to make all those people proud of me for for um you know going to do what they they thought i could do Xfinity Series off this weekend. The the trucks will be with Cup in Kansas, but then we'll all be together at Darlington for the throwback weekend. I've seen pictures of it. For the fans that have not seen it or gone to MRN.com to check out the gallery, describe the paint scheme that you're going to be wheeling at Darlington when we get back there with the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Yeah, man, it it uh, pretty neat. You know, I was I was at Rockingham when Dad won his first cup cup win i was like four years old and i'm in the picture that you probably saw on in the corner so it was pretty neat to be able to run that mbna paint scheme dad had a lot of success in that car and uh looks great matches the nutrient axel solutions colors and um it uh it's pretty neat dad was in tears yesterday at the race shop when he saw it so it was special of course uh, his father being ward burton winner of the daytona 500 won the southern 500 two-time winner at Darlington Raceway, what does your dad make about where you've come from, what you're doing right now? I know a lot of fans miss him, wish he would come back and race with us. Heck, the only time we see him now is when he's on Twitter putting snake pictures and bear pictures and up there and in the wild outdoors and all that stuff. What is he up to these days, and what does he make about all the success that you're having right now? Uh, he's thrilled. You know, we've, we've been working for this opportunity ever since I was a little boy. Um, to be partnered with Nutrient Ag Solutions is, is awesome because dad's that fits right in his niche too. Um, we're customers of Nutrient Ag Solutions and uh, it, it's just a great fit. He's having fun with them and all my partners when he can help. And, uh, you know, the win couldn't have came at a better time. We needed that. My family needed that. All my partners needed that. Huge shot of momentum for my race team. That 10 car didn't get to win last year. And Bruce Slicker and all the guys working at Kyla Grayson deserved that win. So just uh, he's really proud of me. And, you know, hopefully we can go to Darlington and win that dash for cash and get another trophy. Well, I was going to say, because you wanted Talladega, the third installment of the dash for cash comes up at Darlington. $100,000 is going to hang out there. That's that, that's that carrot that's going to hang over the nose of your car. And it comes at a track that probably couldn't be any more demanding. How big of a handful is Darlington? Don't have any Xfinity starts. You got a cup start there. So your experience is minimal, but how can you maximize performance when you go in with a minimal area of expertise there? 
Well, you know, that cup race taught me a lot at that place. Uh, it's a race the racetrack. That's what you got to do at that place. The pace is going to fall off about three and a half seconds, I believe. I've been doing some simulator work already. My dad was one of the best around that place, so he's helping me. But I think uh, we'll have a pretty good hot rod. You know, I'll use the first stage to kind of figure things out and figure where I need to be, and um, then, we'll get, then we'll get to work. So I'm excited about that place. The wall will come out and bite you, especially off of two. Um, you know, I look at turn one and two as, as, you know, it's turn one and two, but at that place, I look at it as totally different corners because you get set up in one, then you got to lift and get pointed to come off at two, because if you don't, you'll, you'll knock the wall down. So it, it's a demanding racetrack. It's going to be hot and slit. We're racing in the middle of the day, right? It's going to be, it's going to be hot. So I uh, got to hydrate really well and, and just be mentally prepared. And uh, I know my guys are going to bring a pretty good car. It's a complete package there at Darlington. We love going there. We know the drivers do, the fans do. It's going to be a throwback weekend, the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Steakhouse Elite 200 coming up a week from Saturday. Motor Racing Network will have the call. Check out MRN.com for our full broadcast schedule. Appreciate you joining us. Congratulations. It's been fun watching you this year, getting getting nestled in there to college racing. You're already uh, you know, into playoffs. You've got that taken care of. And you're running up front. It uh, it must be fun to be Jeb Burton because it, it it's awfully fun to watch what you do on a racetrack. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it it definitely hadn't been easy, and and we're soaking it up. And I don't think we're done yet winning. I got a great race team, and they're building fast hot rods. And it's 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 been a great season so far. And we're gonna try to go win that championship, man. And thanks for taking time talking with me. Thank you for joining us. That's Jeb Burton, winner of the Ag Pro 300 from Talladega. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. You know, a year ago at Kansas Speedway, three-time Truck Series champion Matt Crafton broke what was nearly a three-year winless streak. Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to find the magic since then, but might be able to as we head back to the Sunflower State this weekend. And perhaps maybe that can provide Matt some confidence that he needs. Our Woody Kane spoke with Matt Crafton as we head into this weekend's festivities at Kansas. Matt Crafton is with us now. He drives the number 88 Menards Toyota Tundras at Thor Sport Racing. He's fifth in the standings. Three top tens on the season so far, Matt, but I guess the bigger deal is no horrible finishes. You haven't slammed into the wall or broken or anything like that, and really, that's how you stay in contention, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, Richmond was a heartbreaker. I mean, we were definitely a lot better than what we ended up there. I mean, we rolled the dice. We want to try to win the race, and we played a strip pitch strategy call, and it really bit us. But at the end of the day, we win as a team, we lose as a team. So, and then we really, really missed it non-setup-wise at Bristol just because we raced during the day, and we did not think we can do that. And if that race would have been at night, I mean, I think you would have saw a lot different race, and it would have dried out near as quick. And, you know, in my opinion, you saw a little bit more side-by-side racing. Well, that was just a, a wild one all around, you know, with all the rain and then the sun makes it dry out too quick and then it gets dusty. I mean, you had like all four seasons in one race, I think. Oh, it, it was painful. I, I mean, I've never been on a racetrack where I couldn't see that bad. I mean, or not being able to see it. If somebody was stopped in front of you, if you were almost touching somebody's bumper, you could see a silhouette of the truck. And if they got half truck length ahead of you, they, they were gone. So I always kept telling myself, just don't wreck getting in the three. Don't wreck getting in the three because you are you're going to get 
smoked because they're not even going to have a chance to check up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look ahead a little bit to this weekend. You won at Kansas Speedway a year ago. You've got three wins in your career at that track. Uh, and at one point, I looked this up. You might be surprised, but I did some homework. From uh, 2016, uh, the 2013 to 2016, you had either first or second in four straight races there. What is it that you love about Kansas? Uh, it widens out, and that's what every race car driver wants. You don't just want a racetrack where everybody paints around the white line, and it's tough to pass. And I feel that always follows or fits my driving style the best, and being able to adapt to the situation. If the bottom's not working, you got the middle, you can run the different seams, and you can make the vehicle handle different using the seams on the racetrack. That's kind of what I've found. It's, yes, it is a mile and a half, but it, I was compared it to like Irwindale because mm -hmm. Irwindale has the seams, and I always remember being able to race that place, and if, you're, if your car wasn't handling quite the way you wanted it to be, and you could use the seams, and you really can use the seams to your advantage at that place. Now, when people see that, what you're talking about, there's there's little blacker patches over the track, and uh, you wouldn't think you could hook a race vehicle on that and let it help you. Is it that substantial that you can kind of get a little little help there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can help you or hurt you, without a doubt. I mean, there's a lot there, and it's just learning how to use those seams and, and how try not to make it hurt you at the end of the day. Now it's coming up on 10 years since Kansas was repaved. So take us through these last uh, almost 10 years and tell me how the track has changed over the years. You mentioned it widening out, but what was it like right after the repave versus today? Oh, right after the repave. I mean, it, not gonna lie. I, I got beat up pretty bad on that because I remember racing uh, Rockingham and then we were going there the following week and I said something in the media center and said something it was gonna be a follow the leader race. It was so wide wide of a racetrack here at Rockingham. And then I went the next week and won the thing in there and I said, well, What about that single lane racetrack now? <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I won't say that stuff anymore. But uh it's it, it's been great. I mean, it, it's I always say it's just like me, it keeps getting better with age. <laughs> That's fantastic. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the bigger picture. You and Thor Sports switched to Toyotas this year. You're off to a great start as an organization. Uh, and going forward, you've got some pretty good tracks coming up. Darlington, then the new one at Coda. Where do you assess not only your performance, but the team's performance so far? I know it's a little early yet, but man, it seems like things are going well. Yeah, we, we've been good, but we haven't been great. And Toyota TRD, they gave us all the tools to be able to get us up to speed as well as we were. And when we switched last time from Toyota and went to the other manufacturer, it took us a lot longer to make that change. Or, and we struggled for a full year. And it just shows you the tools and everything that Toyota and TRD give you to make the switch over as seamless as possible. And that's what they've done an amazing job at that. And that's why I think you've seen the whole organization just be that much better from, from the gate right out of the gate at Daytona. Now, you and I talked a long time ago about you're a sushi guy, but I wonder, going to Kansas City, are you a barbecue guy? Do you have a, a favorite place or two that you go there, or are you not into barbecue that much? I'm not into barbecue at all. It's just one of my – it's – yeah. Uh, it's, it's – yeah. I mean, barbecue chicken. and that I'm not on the pulled pork stuff. I mean, it's okay. Take or leave it. Uh, I'm either sushi or Mexican food. Wow. Okay. Well, I imagine there's plenty of that around Kansas City as well, as big a place as it is. But let's talk a little bit about something near and dear to your heart. 
Elodie, is she driving yet? Is she in college yet? Is she dating yet? And you're standing at the door kind of screening guys. What's going on with young Miss Elodie, your daughter? Yeah, it's her birthday yesterday. She turned eight and uh, she still she still says that she's going to live with her dad forever because she don't want she don't want to hang out with boys. And I'm like, geez, so thank you. <laughs> so as a dad, that's a great thing to hear. I mean, she, she loves hanging out with dad and doing all the fun things that we do. So she wants to live with me forever, she says. So that's great. I did buy her one of the uh, outlaw carts, box stops that we're going to go run at Millbridge. She's had a quarter midget, and she was the age where she'd take it or leave it, and we practiced with it, and I never pushed her to do it, but she's seen it more and more, so she's ready to do it. So I bought her one, and I'm spending the money, so hopefully she wants to do it on Tuesdays and Wednesdays now. Well, Matt, we look forward to a good race this weekend at Kansas Speedway and then follow it up at Darlington and then Coda coming up down the road. So uh, it seems like right there where you need to be in fifth, if you can get that win, you'll make a big statement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we will. I, I feel very confident to be able to get a win here before the, the playoffs start and build a roll and be able to shoot for another championship. All right, Matt, we appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Coming up, we'll preview this weekend's Kansas race and later another edition of This Week in NASCAR History. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The NASCAR Cup Series heads to the Midwest this weekend to Kansas Speedway. Here's what some of the drivers are saying prior to this weekend's race. As NASCAR heads into the Sunflower State of Kansas, playoff spots are filling up quick, as only Martin Truix Jr. has won twice in the first 10 races. Nine drivers have put their name down for the postseason competition, and the season hasn't even hit halfway. Talladega winner Brad Keselowski says the fact that all three Team Penske drivers are on that win list is a very good thing. It's good for everybody that works at Team Penske to know all three cars are in the playoffs. I'm, my phone is just blowing up from members of the shop and the team that are just ecstatic. That You know, when COVID happened, um, you know, there was a really big realignment of the way people work on the teams. You know, uh, we, we kind of went to a format where... Uh, you know, half a dozen or a dozen people that were maybe specific to each team uh, with the roster limitations are now kind of uh, work on all the teams, whether it be at the shop or even sometimes at the track as we rotate uh, for different things or reasons. And uh, with that, you know, it's, it's so, so easy for them to kind of, you know, get torn and pulled apart between the different cars and teams, whether it be the team they used to work on or, or whatever team they work on any given weekend. But uh, uh, when we have wins like this and when we have wins on board with all three teams, uh, it becomes really easy to kind of keep everybody pulling the rope in the same direction. So uh, I think it's a, it's a big win for us. I mean, it certainly has a lot of ramifications further down the line with respect to playoffs and, and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Um, and uh, we're, we're very happy for that, but uh, you know, also uh, cog excuse me, cognizant of that first part. Teammate Ryan Blaney says Kansas has aged well since it's repaved, and he hopes the track surface gets rougher. You know, I, I never got to race it uh, before it got repaved, uh, um, but I, I feel like it's aged pretty good. You know, I mean, um, we were able to run all over that racetrack. Uh, the only thing that I would probably say is I wish it was a little bit rougher. 
you know, as far as bumps and things like that. Um, but, you know, you can't complain about it too much. It's, it's probably aged the best out of any track that has been paved in the last 10 years. You know, I'd say that because, you know, you look at like a Michigan, um, like a Phoenix, things like that. Uh, before they, they added the, the PHT there, it was kind of hard to move around. So um, to be able to have a track like that run all the way at the wall, on the bottom, in the middle, that, that's pretty, pretty good. So uh, I think it's aged very nicely. Um, I don't know what's different with the pavement that they use there compared to other repaves that has made it like that, um, but it, it's been doing pretty well. So it's been a good track for us. Uh, it'd be nice to finish one out there, but um, I, I give it a thumbs up on the aging process and that'll just get better with time. William Byron thinks Kansas can be challenging because the track is so temperature sensitive. You have to be ready for the ever-changing conditions. You know, I feel like Kansas is uh, probably the most similar to Vegas. Um, but but even, even in that aspect, it's got less grip than Vegas. So I, I think, you know, it's... Um, it depends on the weather for sure. It's very temperature sensitive um, racetrack, but it's um, it's really racy. You've got to be able to run the bottom effectively. Uh, you got to be able to run the top, obviously, because it you know the top really comes in strong as the race goes along. So um, you know, I think we were good at both last time, uh, or decent at both, I should say. And um, I think the the June race or June or July, whenever it was, we actually had a better shot at winning that one uh, than we did any of any of the others so it's um i'm excited for it i think it's gonna be a good race and despite kansas being the site of eric almarola's fiery 2017 crash that fractured his back he doesn't have any ill feelings toward the mile and a half racetrack you know i i've always enjoyed kansas uh i know that uh, i did have a really bad accident there but uh in my mind i just view that as a bad accident that just happened at a place um, you know, it just so happened to be at Kansas. It could have happened anywhere. So um, I don't really, you know, put that on Kansas. And so every time I've been back since then, um, it's never really been a thought that's crossed my mind. And uh, I, I actually enjoy going to Kansas. I have friends that in, uh, in Kansas City that I enjoy spending time with uh, that makes it even more enjoyable to be there. And then on top of that, I love the racetrack. The racetrack's a really fun racetrack to run at uh, for me, and I've had a lot of success there and, and had a lot of really good runs there. Catch all the coverage from Kansas right here on the Motor Racing Network starting Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you, Kyle. Motor Racing Network will also have coverage for Saturday's doubleheader. We've got the Arca Menard Series Dutch Boy 150 and the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race as well. Our coverage will start at 1.30 with the Arca Menard Series, and then we'll go under the lights with the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and the Wise Power 200 MRN Airtime, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Coming up next, this week in NASCAR history. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. It's the Wampley Fast Lane Small Business Spotlight. Denny Hamlin is well known for his success in driving the number 11 Toyota Camry for Joe Gibbs Racing. In 2020, Hamlin decided to add race team owner to his resume, teaming up with Basketball Hall of Famer Michael Jordan to create 2311 Racing. This is from the ground up. Like we're, I mean, I'm I'm looking at catalogs, figuring out, all right, what is the team going to wear? The, the polos, the shirts, the sweatshirts, like everything there's decisions for everything and so um you know it's just i wake up every morning and i, I look forward to the emails that i need to respond to and whatnot like 
you know, this is truly a, a ground up race team and we're making huge strides right now. And I'm really excited about it. Self-employed get in the PPP fast lane with Wampley. Wampley has helped over 100,000 small businesses access their PPP loan. You may qualify for up to $50,000. Apply now at Wampley.com slash NASCAR. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to head for the exits on this week's NASCAR Live. Before we do, it's that time of the week again. It's time for This Week in NASCAR History. Here's Susie Armstrong. Thanks, Mike. 1984, Phil Collins said, take a look at me now, as the hit single Against All Odds finally propelled the solo artist to the peak of Billboard's Top 100. Ronald Reagan boarded Air Force One bound for Beijing as the 40th president became only the third to visit China. A late spring blizzard blanketed the Rockies with Red Lake, Montana topping the frozen tally at over 70 inches of snow. And Jeff Bodine had him covered in the Commonwealth of Virginia, holding off Ron Bouchard for the win in the Sovereign Bank 500 at Martinsville Speedway. So take a look at me now. Marks up the right side of that Northwestern Security Life Chevrolet, but he's in the backstretch for the final time. Looks like he's going to win his first ever Winston Cup race. Yeah, that race traffic will not be a factor. Bodine gets the waves from the crowd. He waves back as he looks for the checkers. He's been waving all the way around. Here is Bodine winning his first race ever in Winston Cup competition. He'll win the Sovereign Bank 500 in a very popular win. I don't think there's anybody in the grandstand that isn't standing, waving their hats off to this young driver. Nineteen ninety-three, Prince Protege Snow blew into the music scene with the reggae rap hit Informer. The new kid in town found friendship and adventure in the nostalgic baseball comedy The Sandlot. A U.S. senator goes missing amid opposition to the mafia, and the FBI starts searching for a body in the John Grisham legal thriller The Client. And Rusty Wallace didn't need to hunt for a new grandfather clock, dominating the Haynes 500 at Martinsville Speedway. Trouble for Morgan Shepard. Something breaks. He goes hard into the outside wall. There is caution on the speedway. White flag as Rusty Wallace comes down this time. This race will finish under caution. Rusty will win it. Davey Allison will finish second. Unofficially, Dale Jarrett third and Darrell Walker will round out the top four. And those four cars will finish on the lead lap. Gotta get it. It was anything but the end for the Black Eyed Peas as the hip-hop group wrapped up their fifth studio album, poised to take the charts by storm with the lead single, Boom Boom Pow. Newly elected President Barack Obama concluded the first 100 days in office with a primetime news conference. Chrysler filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy after inking a non-binding global alliance with Fiat. And all deals were off for Brad Keselowski in the James Finch Chevrolet as the young part-timer emerged from the pack to nab his first Cup Series victory in the Aaron's 499 at Talladega Super Speedway. Carl Edwards has the lead, though. He's not been in the picture all afternoon. Suddenly he's in the lead, but under attack. Contact here at the trioval. Edwards goes up in the air. Brad Keselowski comes by. He'll score the win in the Aaron's 499. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history.
Thank you, Susie. And also our thanks to Ryan Blaney for joining us on this week's show. We'd like to also thank Jeb Burton for stopping by and Matt Crafton. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. We thank you as well for joining us. We'll chat with you again next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian and Julian Council. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all of the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.